0: Thank <laughs> you.
2: And welcome, this is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick, buried a boater. Uh, we even got a special guest, but Mike the Mariner and uh, Matt. I don't know, we'll have to come up with a... Uh, Matt the Surveyor, I think. is uh, what we, He's been on the show before, and obviously that's what he is, is a boating surveyor. So I don't know if Matt the Surveyor is the proper term to use for him as part of the crew of the World of Boating today, but I guess that'll have to do for now until we come up with something better. So Matt...
1: yeah.
3: Well, I got news for you. Boating surveyor isn't even the right term to use.
2: Okay. What is it, Patrick? What do you think? He's a marine surveyor. Okay. Marine surveyor. So he, he surveys anything associated with the marine world, or, or, or what do you mean?
1: That, that's true, basically. Okay. Um, but, but, and Patrick is correct. The term is marine surveyor, but what happens is... In the marine world, there's two types of surveyors. There's a marine surveyor like me that looks at boats, also docks, marine construction equipment, ships, everything involving boats and and the the support to the marine world. Okay. Then there's marine surveyors who survey the seafloor mm-hmm. for like offshore drilling, and uh, that does sometimes get confusing.
2: Understood. Okay, it, it gets confusing, but the b- bottom line is. Like, if you're going to buy a boat, Matthew's the guy you go to first and have him check it out. Make sure it's good to go before you uh, make the final purchase. That's kind of what they use you for mostly, right? Or am I wrong? Yeah,
1: and and a lot of times when people are having problems that turn into insurance claims, I could be on both the owner's side or the insurance underwriter's side to deal with the claim issues uh, and and try and identify the problem, help resolve the problem, figure out what a reasonable cost, who should be how that should be split up. So so dealing with boat problems that are have turned into disputes in some way, shape, or form. Okay. And uh, and I'll take Matt, the surveyor, because I've been called a lot worse things, <laughs> and I can imagine it only goes downhill from there.
2: Understood. Yeah, well, you know, uh, that, that makes sense. Now, one of the reasons uh, Matthew's on today is because Mike the Mariner shared a video with the uh, crew this week, about a couple that bought a boat for just five grand. I don't know. You describe it, uh, uh, Mike. I mean, that, that boat was probably what, a 30 footer at least? It was a pretty big vessel. No, no. I think no? it was
4: a 26 foot bayliner. Okay, four uh, feet off. Uh, All right. Yeah, an old, an old 26 you know, foot bayliner that they yeah. found uh, that was going to be junked by somebody. And uh, they just, first thing they did was just try to put it together to run it. And, uh, and, uh, that that's I shared it with the crew not because of what they were doing and how they were doing it. I wasn't uh, sharing it to uh, to uh, criticize or to comment on the steps they were taking. It yeah, was just but that didn't take long for it to that, get criticized or having, for
2: them to get criticized yeah. from our crew. Did
4: <laughs> <laughs> all right, but uh, no, no. The point of sharing it was you know here's a couple that really wanted to get into boating, found an old boat that they could afford. Um, put it on a lake and got it running, and and we're just having the time of their lives doing it. And, right. Uh, that that was the that was the whole that was the for thing. Sharing yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. And basically, as this husband and wife team? They bought this boat, uh, like you said, twenty six footer. It looked okay. Mm-hmm. It needed a little clean up, but but it had a problem with the engine or the stern drive. Uh, it needed a, a major thing, and the and the owner decided to sell it for like five grand, which would even I mean, I'm Patrick, help me out here. Even if it had to have an engine replacement, he didn't want to deal with it because he, I guess, he had a quote that was like eight grand just to do that, and he's like, "Screw this! I'm going to sell it." And uh-huh. uh, first person gives me five grand, it's gone. Uh-huh. And so this couple got a hold of it, and uh-huh. uh, for that that price, I mean, do you think that could have? I mean, they, they ended up fixing it, and it seemed like they were pretty happy.
3: All but, right, let, let, all right, hold on, hold on, hold yeah. Okay, they 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 managed to fix one known problem and when mike sent that video and i'm not going to apologize if my response and the text seemed to be overly (laughs) harsh or critical but that was my intent was to be overly harsh and critical because there are so many things that they did wrong i i i I had to stop i had to stop writing and (laughs) it's it's and I'll, i'll give them this If it hadn't been for the wife or the girlfriend, it would have been unwatchable. But she really made it watchable, and not because, uh, you know, bathing suits or anything like that. Just her enthusiasm, um, the the way she approached things. But that was a horror story in the making. (laughs) That boat needs a lot more work than... What they did, which was replace to- the Bravo three out drive, mm. Total, totally agree. They just wanted to get it on the
4: water though before the end of the season,
3: right? Uh, I, and I understand that, but that that still, there were so many things that should have been done that either weren't done or for the sake of the video edit they didn't include. And mm-hmm. my, in the end, my summation and Matt may agree with this or not. It gives a false sense or a false impression of what's involved when you get find these deals like that. I'm not going to even go into the, the boat brand and or model and potential issues with it um, yeah. as much yeah. as they did the bare minimum to get that boat on the water and there were so many things left out that could potentially well, be disastrous yeah. and or possibly uh, cost somebody their lives. Case in point, no mention of CO detectors, checking CO detectors in the cabin.
2: Well, and you don't know the if guy. they did that or not. It just wasn't on the video. Yeah. The video was only a few minutes long of them which, going which through is, this process. Which is, right. I, made that,
3: point, I yeah. made that point at the beginning of this current diatribe, yeah. mm-hmm. which was that for the sake of video editing, they may have, but I think they would have been yeah. better served if they had broken that up into multiple segments. And, you know, here's what we did, here's what we found, here's what we bought, here's what we had to do to get it done. I mean, the fact that yeah. his pinion gear at the top of the, the well, gear housing was broken, it didn't necessarily mean that that drive was trashed, but they made the decision. I don't know if that was a rebuilt Bravo 3, but, you know, there were a lot of things that they did incorrectly sure. that could have led to, to bigger problems. All right. T- uh, take, I,
2: I, uh, I, take it, Mike. What do you say?
4: Well, I say I, I agree, but mm-hmm. he even made the comment in the video when he was putting it together. He said, look, you know, we're all, we've only got a few weeks to run the boat. We're going to get it back together. And then uh, during the offseason, we're going to really dive into it and fix all the problems with the boat. He even Makes said that sense. in the video.
5: Yeah. Uh, buried a boater. What say you? So they threw this boat together NASCAR style, duct taping everything they needed <laughs> so they could get it back out on the water
2: i don't think i saw any duct tape in use i didn't see any duct tape, uh right? what, oh, what it was you a think
3: liner so you know it was probably into construction originally of the whole up
2: <laughs> uh-huh. okay so patrick evidently not a big fan uh all right so you've heard a little bit of this chatter uh mike the marine surveyor <laughs> or matthew i'm sorry see i'm gonna mess him up i gotta come up with a better name but matt I mean, what do you think? That's a common thing you get from uh, potential customers, I guess, as a marine surveyor. If people find a boat that used, there's something wrong with it. They think it could be a steal if they can figure out a way to, to get it back together. I mean, uh, I mean, what that, do you that think? common,
1: topic? but yeah? we're, it jumps. We're, what's, what's not common and where the people in the video that made the video are way ahead of most many boat buyers, those people are pretty resourceful. Right. Uh, they, they obviously have somewhat of a mechanical clue and they got the tools and they got in there and got dirty and tried fixing it themselves or did fix it. They made it work. They yeah. went out to the boat video mm-hmm. and so many people uh, don't even attempt to do that. They don't try to read the manual. They don't try to learn. They don't have the tools. And the, the thing that comes to their advantage, they either, they had two options. Fail and they would have taken it to the ramp and the thing wouldn't have gone anywhere and they mm-hmm. would have hauled it back out and gone home. Right or succeed and now they've succeeded and they know a lot more about their boat than the average guy or the, the you know the the boat buyer who relies on third parties all the time and doesn't learn anything about their boat.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think you're uh, you're totally right. They seemed uh, mechanically inclined way more than no, I would. Wrong. Wrong. What do you mean, wrong? Okay. The guy okay. knew what he was talking uh, no, about a little no. bit as far as no. engines and stuff. No. Yes, he, he did. Got, no. I watched the no, video too, Patrick.
3: And, and here's where I'm here's where I'm gonna disagree, where when you're doing an outdrive, okay, you're pulling an outdrive off. First right. of all, not using a yard arm outdrive jack is really kind of a no-no, because those Bravo threes are i mean an alpha drive is heavy bravo three right. are really really heavy
2: uh-huh. what the are the results though patrick no i'm not gonna hold on, on. the results are no, they got Jeff, it put back on. together it worked no. and they got it in the yes yeah, yeah they got no. it in the water and they were out on the water enjoying their new boat that they paid five grand for fix themselves and if they you were happy campers. Explain, if you will let me explain greg oh we don't have time for that are you kidding this is the world of boating and uh remember uh, I'm right even when I'm wrong, Patrick. You've done this show long enough to know this by now. <laughs> All right. We will uh, regroup and be back more next. Stay close.
0: You're listening to the World of Voting
2: Radio Network
3: aboard, I will be your captain, you'll be my scallywags, I don't know what that means, but you will be them, and here's how we play.
2: Thank
0: you for your attention, and welcome aboard.
2: Let's go. This is the World of Boating, Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick buried a boater, Mike the Mariner, and Matt, the Marine Surveyor, is our special guest today, and it was a good time to have him on, because obviously me and Patrick, uh, ironically, are not seeing eye to eye on this video that we we both looked at this week, and it was basically this couple. I, I don't know. Do we even have the names of them uh, anywhere, okay. guys? I, I don't have it, but it, uh, you know. But it, it's been viewed over two million times, and basically, this couple found a boat uh, that was being sold twenty-six footer Bayliner for five grand from somebody who had owned it, and they paid uh, too much. Well, maybe they paid <laughs> too much, but they want. They didn't want to fix it. They didn't want to. Yeah, I think they said they had gotten a quote of like eight grand. He said, "No, nah, I'm not going to do it. I'm just going to sell it first. Five grand to take it, gets it." And this couple Our sucker comes through the door. Well, it wasn't a sucker, Patrick. They bought it, they fixed it, and they're happy campers. And they then- didn't fix it. What do you mean they didn't fix it? Does the boat work or not? I saw the video. Did you not watch the but? Bo- did you not watch the video all the way to the end, Patrick? Come on. Yes, I did. And and were they out it on the works. water enjoying their boat? Yes, they, they okay, were Okay, I the think water that counts as a fix. It, Mike, it's, not, it's not fixed. <laughs> Mike, you think it was fixed, right? Or fixed enough to at least fix, go out fix there.
4: Fixed enough for them. And, yeah. you know, based on what they were saying, they have more plans to do more work to it to make it more workable. But right, their goal was to get it on the water and play with it. And they a did. Couple of they weeks. got it on. And it's been
2: viewed over 2 million times. And, and yeah. let me try to sum up what I think you're trying to say. Patrick for for our non oh, please, please marine put words loving in friends. My mouth, Greg, yes, never done that before. Never. No, I, I mean I, I think what you're saying is is that they got lucky with their fix. No, no, they didn't no. get lucky. They did they, get they fixed the no, boat. Then they got no. for five grand. It was a
3: steal. If it works, no, if they fixed they, it. Okay, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna touch on the outdrive. Okay? okay. When you are installing an outdrive, first of all, you don't need to take the. Uh, the Rams off at the transom assembly to change an outdrive. You take them off at the forward part. You okay. don't have to take them off from the. Uh, okay, assembly.
2: I get it. They but didn't fix that, it the way oh, you hold thought on, they should hold fix on. it.
3: No, that that's that's kind of basic, right? Gonna and that's tu- all not, we gotta say. Hold, hold on, not gonna touch on the bottom paint being painted all the way up to the transom assembly. And Did they paint that? Did it's they do that? That's how they bought the boat. Yes, it was, it was, They didn't way. paint oh. that, Patrick. Don't okay. Now, now, gonna talk about the actual outdrive installation where at a minimum because you don't know the history of the boat yeah you've already got the outdrive drive off
2: mm-hmm.
3: change the bellows hoses while okay. you're changing the bellows hoses okay you need to check the engine alignment all before right. you put that out all drive right, back Pat, in back it up I, I hold on. I you, no,
2: no i'm not going to hold on because you're wasting all this time in, in these uh, specifics and you're not looking at the end result did they Did they? or did they not fix this boat and get it out on the water and it seemed to work fine? Answer that, yes it. or no. They did not fix did it. Did they get out on the water? Did the boat seem to work fine? They did not fix it.
4: Did Did you hear what he said about the bellows? Yes. He, he, he looked at it. He said, the bellows are in good shape. I'm not going to replace them now, but I'll replace them next season.
2: Yeah. But while you've got it apart, Patrick, it's t- why, it's why ten, does it matter? Did
3: the boat work after or they deal. fixed why it? Would or not? Go, why would you go and take it apart and not do the most basic thing? Because which they is didn't change know the hoses?
2: they were taking a risk at working on a vessel. Uh, on their own trying to use their own you know stuff by uh, looking on youtube or googling it And you no know, look they should have a an owner's manual i don't know if they had an owner's manual they talked about it a little bit but the bottom line is the results they got the boat working they got in the water so they could enjoy the vessel it seemed to be working fine according to this video and what do you yeah, mean? Why I mean, are you shaking your head? That's the thing. Anybody I mean, no, no, with no, a brain cell can see that the boat worked at the yeah, end of the video. Boats, just just to add to it
1: the name of their, uh, their YouTube name is Flying Sparse Garage. Oh, there, and there you go. The follow up video do show them fixing more things. It doesn't show right. them fixing everything, but, but they seem to pick different things to make videos of to show different things. Yeah.
4: More projects. Look, yeah, look, I can tell you, no boat's perfect. My boat's not perfect. There are three or four things wrong with it right now, but I, but it uh, no, nothing safety related.
2: Of course, there's always all something. I'm point,
3: all I'm pointing out is when they are changing the outdrive, you're installing either a rebuilt or a new outdrive. Mm-hmm. You always check the engine alignment. You always grease the splines on the shaft before installing.
2: They okay. didn't do any of that, Well, and yeah, that's well, a no-no. All right. I understand that, Patrick. I, I, I understand they did not fix it to your specifications. No, but no. The no end not so to my specifications. What do you mean to not to your team. specifications? Those are to your specifications. And and the bottom line is at the end, the boat worked. They did
5: get it working. Barry, the boat, or what say you? It is beyond me. Barry? How how, if you were to find a boat like that, that's in excellent shape. What would you think the sales? What would it sell for right yeah. now? Twenty
1: five hundred dollars. Oh no. <laughs> I, no! I think I think you could sell the trailer that was sitting under it. <laughs>
5: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in matter of fact, yeah. they
2: made a comment <laughs> to that effect that the trailer itself was worth five grand.
5: So to to that's one of my. But I mean, no. If you had if you had the same exact boat that was in good shape, what are the going values of that particular model? All right,
2: Mike. Or uh, well, let's take this to Matt. Matt, Matt, (laughs) the marine surveyor uh, on a twenty six foot Bayliner. I don't know how many years they said this thing was, but you know, you clean it up. And you figure it's something comparable. I'm just guessing. No, one, yeah, one
5: set that's, that's been taken care of. Right. I'm guessing. Mm-hmm. It, it, I'd,
1: have to, I'd have to do my homework. I haven't looked that boat up. It's not a boat of interest, nor the one I've surveyed lately. <laughs> right. A lot of boats yeah, because they're usually at the bottom of the lake. Off, off my yeah. head. But but I would agree they got a really good deal at five yeah. grand.
2: At least right. double. So it's, I, I, I'm guessing. The
1: other way. Had, had the outdrive or had the engine been totally shot and required both an outdrive and an engine replacement, for example, they mm-hmm. would now kind of not be in a great spot
2: right right well, they, yeah, they it, took it, a uh, they they definitely took a risk but uh, at least you know the results of the video it turned out okay and and if you look at all the comments on this video there are some people like patrick saying oh you should have done this you should have done this while you were doing this you didn't you skipped a step and this is going to come back to bite you in the butt but you know regardless with all that said they did result and uh, being able to fix the boat enough to be able to use it, I mean, I'm uh-huh. as, as you said, uh, Matt. There's more projects that they're working on, uh, but but I mean, I Patrick, I just don't understand why you're so negative on them for for scoring. They actually lucked out. Now, is that the norm? Probably not. And maybe that is hey. that your point. That's not normal for people to to be able to do this and and. Uh, and get away with it the way they, they 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 did. They didn't
3: get away with anything. If they were smart, what they would have done, Matthew. I'm going to throw it to you. How much would a survey have cost them for on that boat
1: for you to come that out there and survey? Where they survey. are geographically, somewhere between five and eight hundred dollars.
2: Right, and, and, then and that would have you, been that would have been uh, a wise choice, I think. And no, I least would least then then you would
5: have, you would have, well, have hey, had a well, shot. list. Yep, yeah. Barry, go. You guys, you would have had a shopping list knowing how much you have to put into it to make it really nice. Is it more than what you could sell it for? If it is, then it's a piece of garbage.
2: Or they could take it as a you know project, which is what they did, and try to fix it themselves. All right, more coming up.
5: You're listening to the World of Boating
0: Radio
2: Network. This is the world of boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick, Barry the boater, Mike, the mariner, and Matt, the marine surveyor. We are your crew navigating the latest boating news and information, just arguing a bunch amongst the crew today on this video yeah. that we saw on YouTube about this couple who bought a boat for five grand, 26 foot bayliner. And uh, I was impressed with them. You know, the thing is, they, they rebuilt this thing and got it back in the water, got it working. They were pretty proud of themselves. And the bonus was the couple seemed to stay together and enjoy each other's company. What are the odds?
4: <laughs> you know? Hey, hey you know, I would, like out, I would like to point out that, uh, you know, they didn't go get a survey. They bought this boat, you know, on a whim and, yeah. and did all that stuff. And they had way better results than me. You know, when I bought this boat, I had a full survey done. Mm-hmm. I had a full report done, bought the boat. Still screwed the coach. moving it from the day i left jacksonville uh three quarters of the way back to sanford i blew the exhaust on the port side and then found i had a a a dripless shaft on the starboard side that wasn't um
2: and that had nothing to do with his boat that's what was really scary yeah
4: but uh but i mean you can do everything right and still not get great results
5: bury the boat or what say you you know, I'm looking at their website, and it looks like they also have an airplane. Would you fly in their airplane if they are the ones that are also repairing it? Uh, no. It's their airplane, <laughs> Barry. But if you were invited to go in their airplane, you wouldn't have a problem. If, I, if it was it.
2: proved to be airworthy, I would consider oh, okay. it.
5: Okay, that's a different story.
2: Then. Well, no, it's not. It's their yes, airplane. It it's their boat. You know, I'm not saying that I trust all their repairs that they did. I just, I'm happy for them. And and I guess...
5: As I said, it was NASCAR put back together so that you can get it out on the water and finish Uh, the race. NASCAR? It wasn't NASCAR NASCAR style.
3: Let me (laughs) point out that when you you contract with somebody like like Matt Knoll, Mm -hmm. okay, and he comes to the vessel, he's going to do the survey, you're looking for, I mean, the seaworthiness of the boat. Right. And any potential or issues that are evident, like... Does the bilge pump work? Does the float switch work? Are there transom leaks? Mm -hmm. Are the CO detectors work? Do the blowers work? Is there a kill cord on the shifter panel, which they did not have?
2: Well, they might have. They may have cut that out of the video.
3: All right, more coming up. Stay close. You're listening to the World of
0: Boating Radio
2: Network. Western Bay And it serves A hundred ships a day Along with sailors Pass the time away
0: And talk about their homes There's a girl
2: In this harbor town And she works Laying whiskey down They say brandy Fetch another round
3: She serves them whiskey and wine The sailors say brandy
0: you're a fine girl. Fire. What a good wife you would be. Such a fine Yeah, you're around. Still sailing from the sea.
2: This is the world of boating. Greg, your first mate. Captain Badrick, Barry the Boater, Mike the Mariner, and Matt, the Marine Surveyor, which, by the way, Matt, uh, Matt Knoll, Matthew Knoll is his name. What's the website people can go to connect with you directly if they want to get your services as a Marine Surveyor? Let's get it out there. I should have done that earlier.
1: www.knollmarine.com. That's K N O L L Marine.com.
3: Got it. Now, and, uh, and, and for our listeners who aren't aware, first, uh, I was introduced to Matt when he came to the factory to uh, look at a couple boats that had been involved in that were damaged during a transport. Mm -hmm. So, you know, insurance claim on that end, he knows his uh, stuff. He knows his stuff. And then actually, uh, we employed his, his, uh, company, his, his services for a customer's boat to, uh, review some warranty work that had been done to, uh, put the customer's mind at ease. So Matt was uh, nice enough to charge us a lot of money. No, not a lot, but, but to, uh, to, to come to the factory and actually review the boat with us within our test basin And then um, write up a report that uh, really seemed to uh, satisfy the customer on that end. So
2: got it. Well, that, you know, that's the way to go. There's, and we've talked about that many, many times before on the world of boating is, uh, you know, getting a survey of your vessel before you purchase it, especially when it comes to a, a used boat, but even new boats you, you might want to consider doing that too. But uh but but you know the, going back to this video, which uh once again, what is the the shop called again, Matt? You said, what is it? Something
1: They, they are uh oh, I closed
3: it. Hold on a second.
2: <laughs> well we'll yeah, find that's it.
3: all right. No, but nobody 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 needs to be watching this video.
2: Well only over two million views. So the a lot of people Parks have garage. the flying what? Sparks garage. Flying Sparks Garage. So this couple bought this boat. And they fixed it. Uh, they lucked out. They, you know, And you could tell when they shot the video, they didn't know if this was going to go well or not. They uh, knew. They were, <laughs> they were gambling. What do you mean they, they knew. knew? They did not know Patrick.
3: Yeah, they, he, he went right to the top of the gear case and started disassembling. He knew the pinion gear was shot. Uh,
2: well, the, but, the, the, the top of the gear case was cracked. So he pointed that out on the video. Even me, not even knowing anything about engines, period. I could follow along with their video. And uh, you know, I, I was happy for him, as well as a lot of people that responded to the video in the comment sections.
3: They were responding so, to her.
2: What do you mean? She right? She had a good attitude. She was helping. She was right in there. Uh, you know, working as a team. Which that, you know, like I said earlier, that just that alone the was two best things refreshing. in that video.
3: Was, the two best things in that video was, was her exuberance and that Ford truck that they had. Other than that, the rest of it was trash.
5: It, it was an iceboard Ford think. truck, yeah, wasn't that, it? Though that, that's a real truck, Greg. You should okay. look at that again. <laughs> whatever.
3: Uh, but Mike, that's, that's, now, that's what his Honda Ridgeline wants to be when it grows up.
2: Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Mike the Mariner. Now he was the one who actually found this video uh, first. Yeah, thanks, Mike. True. And uh, hey. I mean, you saw it. You were impressed with what they did, right? Isn't that yeah, why well, you I shared was, it?
4: I, hey, the, the whole the whole thing that I liked about the video, and I I wasn't scrutinizing or really even paying attention much to how they were doing the work they were doing mm-hmm. I was just really happy that they were getting into boating exactly and, uh, and they, 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 they got their boat on the water and they had a they blast And it, it and, just, and yeah. uh, I think I think um, you know details aside uh, you know what they're doing is promoting boating mm-hmm. and uh, the boating lifestyle and I think that's a great thing
2: alright so what do you say to that Patrick Mr. Negativity, I, 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 I get. I,
4: they're, not I think, they're not commanding. They're uh, not commanding an Aegis cruiser and conducting war maneuvers. <laughs> yes, exactly. My, I am.
2: I'm with Mike. <laughs> running
4: a 26 foot Bayliner on a lake.
2: Cut him some I mean, slack, Patrick. That's what he's saying. <laughs> now, they're, will they're you? a lot
1: better than the guy in that Carver crashing into everybody in Sarasota. Exactly. Oh, yeah. that, that was, was the other video.
2: I was going to get to that this week. Yeah, and I don't think that was the same couple just to be clear no, no. <laughs> okay just making sure because it, it was a couple but but that you know that was a perfect example of how it looked like the couple did not get along because she was on the back of the boat uh, uh you know back in the galley area of the vessel while he's at the at the stern navigating this thing and running it in into docks and other boats Yeah, he,
3: he wasn't at the stern. we don't call you don't navigate a boat from the stern, well you right? know
2: from the helm um, right okay yeah, yeah. you know helms all right bow, whatever you know whatever don't be a weenie just, you know, my, you know what I'm trying to say, but, yeah, but they weren't I'm getting along. You. They obviously were not getting along. She just looked like she was on the back of the boat going, oh God, what are we, what have we done? Yeah, Because the done? guy was high as a kite.
5: Well, is that, he, w- is that his excuse? Is that what it was? He, he didn't know? just hit the boat. He backed up and hit it again to make sure.
2: <laughs> okay. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Do we know what, what caused that is? Was there some, uh substances involved he he stole
3: he stole the boat he was a deckhand on that boat had access to the keys Uh was high as a kite okay uh, and went out and just completely started smacking boats around in the marina all right
2: well i think we are universal in our condemnation of such activities here at the world of boating even our crew would agree with that uh i i think but you know the the bottom line is you know that's not a good thing. But what these this couple did that rebuilt their boat or fixed it and got a good deal. I mean, God bless them. And I think they, you know, I, I think that's that's you know a, a good example. Can you learn from their uh, potential mistakes that they would have made if it didn't turn not out? Not potential, well? not
3: potential mistakes, Greg.
2: Did their boat work after they were clear, done fixing clear it and not?
3: evident mistakes?
2: Okay. okay, all right, yeah, whatever. He just he just won't give in. Mike, he won't give in. I, I I'm I trying. Know. I'm trying to convert him. I'm trying to look at the bright <laughs> side, but the, the cup's always half empty. Because
3: it gives a false impression of what's involved when you go and find one of these false uh, impression. Unit,
2: what- it doesn't give any impression. It just shows their journey of what they uh, what they did and said. Hey, this is what we did. Check it out. They they're not saying follow their their plan. They're just saying this is what we did. What do you guys think of this? That's what the video is, Patrick. They're not trying to change the world. You're reading a, a bit too much into it, I think. Uh,
3: because I've spent 35 years in the industry, Greg. Yeah. Okay. So, And,
2: it, and it's beat, beat you and down. Me, it has beat you down for- into Mr. <laughs> negativity. No, crotchety the old pardon- captain guy.
3: Pardon me for <laughs> pointing out the things that they did wrong so that we can keep our listeners yeah. from making the same potential mistakes with one of these magic... Boat finds, which again, I would always, always stress, hire a Marine Surveyor, somebody like Matt, Mm -hmm. come out, go through the boat, let you know what's working, let you know what's not, put it into water, Mm -hmm. make sure it's seaworthy. I mean, if all Mm -hmm. else, make sure it's seaworthy. Make sure it's not going to sink on you at least. Yeah. And at least have a hit list then of things. Yeah, they're probably not going to negotiate the price down with this guy, (laughs) but- At least you know what you're getting into and what needs to be working before you put that boat on the water to make sure that you, your passengers, Mm -hmm. and other people out on the water are safe.
2: Period. Totally totally uh, agree with that. But is but the fact is that what that video was wasn't really about any of that. It was just I know. So well, why are what's wrong yeah. with it? What's this is what they did? I mean, why are you so yeah. down on I, it? Gives, sure it gives I'm the fo- sure all right. Hold on, good on good. one at a time. Well, let's give the floor to Matt, the uh, uh, marine yeah, surveyor.
1: I, I agree with Patrick, and it's a it's a good promotion of my own business. But I would like to say, you know, it's uh, not everybody's going to hire a surveyor. First of all, some mm-hmm. people are cheap. Some people had a bad experience. There's a lot of reasons not why people won't right. timelines do, dealing with the transaction. But if you're not going to use a surveyor, you should at least be knowledgeable enough and mechanically inclined enough and do your homework and try and do your own surveyor inspection. And I think, you know, whether these people did or didn't do that, we don't know from the video. It doesn't show a lot of details, but there's a lot of folks who just go buy a boat as if they're buying a new car. And some buy new boats that way, some buy used boats that way, and then they complain. You can go on The Hall Truth and read about all the people who had bad experiences buying a boat, and mm-hmm. they neither got a survey nor were knowledgeable about it themselves. Right. That's where you run into real trouble. Sure. That and,
2: and, and that makes total sense. I mean, it's buyer beware. You know, I mean, you know, there are steps you can take to protect yourself. And if you're not going to take those steps, uh, you are, you're gambling. And I I think that's kind of what they were doing, but they did have some. you're not only
1: gambling, you're endangering others. Well, of
2: course, right. Especially if it isn't uh, seaworthy and that kind of thing. But like you said, we don't know if they had a little bit of, uh, you know, uh, experience along those lines uh, before going into this. The video doesn't really address that part. But. On the, on the uh, at the the end of the video, they fixed it. They were out on the boat, enjoying the boat, having the time of their life. I think that set a good example for for other folks that want to get out there and do this kind of thing. Maybe not follow their exact path, but it gives them at least one example. More coming up. You're
0: listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. have successfully navigated the sea of commerce and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating. I do like the one. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. The sun, the sea air, good friends. Brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. Out the hatches. Aye, aye, sir. Mend the mouse sprint, stow the mizzenmast, mast, jibe the gym boom, hoist the main mainsail, and lower the tattersail. Look sharp, lad. Tighten the starboard hatch to leeward, thwarts and trim the scuppers of the port boot deck.
2: This is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick, Barry, the boater, Mike, the mariner, and Matt, the marine surveyor, rounding out the crew today. All right. So I guess uh, what we're finding out is there's basically no way we're all going to agree on this particular video. You can go look at it for yourself. We've talked about it enough, I guess. But uh, I don't know. Uh, I'm just happy that they got the boat. They're happy. And they didn't kill each other when they were trying to fix it. So, I, I guess my standards for um, you know their happiness were were much lower than than Patrick's view. But I don't know, Patrick. What say you?
3: Well, uh, moving away from that subject, I wanted to get back to uh, Matt Noel, who was nice enough to join us today from Noel Marine Services. Uh, Matt, in the in the world of survey, what you've seen lately? Is there anything that uh, comes to mind? Anything? Uh, interesting or unusual that you've encountered as of
1: late well i had an unusual encounter it wasn't really a survey i had a a guy call me to inquire about a survey and he and i talked at length about what's involved when the survey should be done etc and a few hours later i got a call from a broker who apparently was the one who list or was dealing with this fellow's transaction on this particular boat and this broker proceeded to scream at me in and, and all kinds of derogatory terms and tell me how I killed his deal mm. or <laughs> any survey even happened. What? So there's a lot of weird people out there. I don't know what conversations went on after I hung up, but I apparently killed the boat sail before the survey even happened. I didn't make a cent on it. I never even saw mm. the boat. And uh, that was a strange one.
2: Okay. Well, uh, what are you going to do? Uh, well, I
3: think I think it highlights that if you're running into somebody who's listed a boat, or whether they're the private owner or the broker, and they are taking offense at a survey being done, that's yeah, a problem. time to, time to walk away.
2: Yeah, possibly. Yep. I agree. Yeah. Yeah, that that should be a, a deal breaker, but that's yeah. not uh, necessarily you know the the way the the seller wants the mm-hmm. deal to go. So I understand his frustration. But uh, yeah. what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Yeah, I
4: mean, I I have my boat listed right now, and I've actually had two people look at it, and I've recommended to them that they get it surveyed.
2: Okay. Well, they, you're just a, a a good person. I mean, I think. Well, I mean, it should be. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, is there anything you else want? You, you want to get out there, Patrick? Uh, before we wrap it up today, because we only got a few minutes left to navigate all the boating news and information that we usually have. Oh, wait, 55 minutes got... into the show. Now you're going to throw it to me? Yeah. Come on. You're the captain. <laughs> Go, get out of here. Get I can't here. help it. that You can't wrangle this crew accordingly. <laughs> <laughs> you kept talking over me like somebody else that we happen to know. Okay. Well, World. that's so what's your problem? I, I have it no wanted problem to give you enough any time. Of that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I demand equal time. Okay. Well, I'm giving it to you and you're rambling no, on not about nothing. Do Is you I, have anything uh, or not? Matthew, <laughs> Matt, are you heading down to uh,
1: Lauderdale? I'm, I'm not positive yet, but I'm going to, depending on what the work week pans out in this next coming week, if I have a free day, Thursday or Friday, I think I will actually try to make it down there.
3: Is there anything that you look at at boat shows from a Marine survey standpoint? are you looking at new product? Are you looking, are you co- conversing with engine manufacturers
1: I, I try to take it all in, and this show will be different, but the shows have gotten so big, and uh, one thing I miss, Flibs used to have all the custom sport fishing boats from the Carolinas come down, and it's kind of transitioned to be a little bit more primarily production boats, and a lot of the boat builders are making you sign up to try and weed out the, uh, the tire kickers, making it hard to go on each boat, but I try to take it all in. I try to talk to people, look at products, just, just get a whole grasp because there's so much out there. It's really tough to keep up with.
2: Greg, are you heading down? I don't know yet. Uh, I got some. uh,
1: Never mind.
3: You're not going.
2: No, I I probably not. I got some other stuff going on right now that uh, might keep me from heading down there. But what about you? You got to go down there and represent, don't you, Patrick? I've got I got my press credentials. Okay. Let me. I
3: I say this. I think almost every year in regard to flibs, love the boat show, Mm -hmm. but they absolutely. I have to chase them down every year because they never send a confirmation email. As far as whether or not your credentials have been approved or not, they're like, "Well, oh, check your spam folder. It's not my spam folder." Mm-hmm. Can please let me know if you've approved my credentials.
2: Well, you would go down regardless, wouldn't you? I mean, uh, I I've to-
3: already I've already had a setup crew down there started right. last Wednesday, which they got rained out almost half the day. Mm-hmm. Got back last night at 10 p.m. Heading back down Monday and Tuesday to finish up, yeah. um, and then before you know it, I'll have my crew back down there starting to break it down. But I am. Trying to stay out of the setup and tear down aspect of it um, and coordinating from Orlando versus going down there on site because I've got many, many, many other things to do um, at the factory.
2: Okay, uh, more important things. Barry's already down there, so he has no excuse, Um, but he probably won't go either. Is that true, Barry?
5: No, I I don't know what I'm going to do yet. We'll see how the week goes. I may take the boat out on Wednesday because it's going to be flat, beautiful weather. All it right. would be a good dive day on Wednesday, hint, hint. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, you really want uh, Upchuck Greg to come at, back out on your boat?
2: No, it'd be the Chunkster, <laughs> not Upchuck Greg. It's called just, I'm just called the Chunkster. chunkster. Okay. <laughs> All right. So okay. uh, he's
3: got a hose. The, yeah, only, it's, the only guy I know who gets seasick looking at a bottle of water.
2: It could happen. It could happen. Maybe shake it around first. <laughs> All right. Look, that'll do it for this week. Uh, Matt. Uh, once again, your website, get it out there.
1: NoelMarine.com. That's knoll
2: There you go. We appreciate you helping us out today and playing referee amongst the World of Boating crew. <laughs> <laughs> On that uh, note, we'll wrap it up Till next time. Whether it's sail or motor,
4: life, life, is, life better, is better, better. As, as a boater.
2: Safe boating, everyone. Rock the Rock the Rock the
0: bitten swab.
2: via the web at worldofboating.com.